Happy Tournaments Day, February 27th. Hi, I'm Philip Lumel. Welcome to No Uncertain Terms, the official podcast of the Tournaments Movement for the week of February 27th, 2023. Your sanctuary from partisan politics. However you chose to show public support for Tournaments today, please take a picture and post it on social media. Thank you, everyone, for making a stand today. If you didn't prepare for Tournaments Day, well, you can still redeem yourself. Just send out a post wishing everyone a happy Tournaments Day, February 27th. You can grab some stock footage from termlimits.com slash termlimitsday if you want. And be sure to include hashtag termlimitsday, no spaces, in your message so we can track down these posts and repost them to our networks. Anyway, following up on last week's top story about former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley announcing her run for president, this week we have another new presidential contender, and he too is talking about term limits. Vivek Rabaswamy is an author, he's an asset manager, and a founder of Royvant Sciences, a biopharmaceutical firm. He left that firm in 2021 to found Strive Asset Management, and publish his best-selling book, Woke Incorporated, Inside Corporate America's Social Justice Scam. Unfortunately, in one of his first salvos against the other presidential aspirants, he tweeted this about Nikki Haley's table-pounding for congressional term limits. If the president can't work for the government for more than eight years, neither should most federal bureaucrats. I like her idea of term limits for elected officials, but what we really need is sunset clauses for the actual cancer in the government, the managerial bureaucracy. That was on February 17th. Well, this is very disappointing. There are a few cliches that we hear over and over from politicians who want to shut down meaningful discussions on the issue of congressional term limits. They know how popular congressional term limits are, So they don't come out and say they oppose it. Instead, they come up with some variation of the yes, but argument. For example, term limits are good, but what we really need is comprehensive election finance reform. Ugh. As if these things are mutually exclusive. Or how about this one? Oh, I support term limits. But the proposal on the table calls for six-year limit in the House, and I support a 12-year limit or an 18-year limit, or a 108-year limit, or whatever. Uh, I haven't heard that one before. And then this one from Vivek. Term limits on Congress are just peachy keen, but what we really need is term limits on the bureaucracy. Seriously? Congressional term limits is on the table. Five states have applied for a term limits convention under Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution. We are promised a vote in the House on the U.S. Term Limits Amendment Bill, which is introduced to both houses and has lots of sponsors and pledged supporters. There is no bill, no proposal, no movement, no studies. There's nothing about term limits on bureaucrats. It just sounds good. I mean, everybody likes to slag a bureaucrat, and I'm, I'm not above it, to be sure. <laughs> but think about it. Why are term limits so important? Just because we don't like Congress people? No. Rotation in office is crucial for competitive elections. 
Tournaments are important to sever the relationships that grew up between decision makers and special interests over time. Tournaments are important to offer access to Congress so that the job is inviting to serious goal-oriented people and not solely people who aspire to be career politicians and benefit themselves. These benefits don't apply to the case of tournaments on bureaucrats. I mean, for all the problems with bureaucracies in and out of government, the army of employees in the government are more like workers in other industries in this respect than Congress members. You know, the, the bureaucrats learn a job and they're better at it as they go. And a lot of them have specialization and cannot easily be replaced every X number of years. Yes, they apply for these jobs because they are looking for a career and in their position, not as representatives of the people like Congress, it is not out of line that they should be looking for a job and a career. It's a different type of position. And term-limiting bureaucrats is a bad idea for these reasons, but there's legal obstacles too. I mean, many of these employees are union members and have contracts. So what benefits are proposed by Ramaswamy or anyone else for term-limiting bureaucrats? Well, he didn't say. They never say. The issue has never really been proposed or examined. I have heard it used as an applause line, and it works. It's a vacuous idea that diverts attention from a sensible and time-tested policy like term limits towards something which does not and really cannot exist. Like most American voters, I don't know Vivek Ramaswamy very well. Now, we'll learn a lot more as primary season progresses, and term limits aren't the only issue. But I tell you what, in his first time at bat as a candidate, Mr. Ramaswamy struck out. On the positive side, I'll say that uh, the fact that one of his first announcements was about the issue of term limits shows how it is emerging as an important one in the next election season. And that is a good omen. Next, term limits, convention bills are advancing in the states. Last week, we announced that a New Hampshire House committee approved the term limits convention resolution, and it is headed to its second committee before it hopefully reaches the floor of the New Hampshire House. Since then, as Holly Robichaud informs us via her breaking news show on YouTube, there have been additional victories at the state level. Holly? We have breaking news coming out of Arizona. House Resolution 2016 passed 8 to 1 out of committee. That's right, 8 to 1. We're on the move in Arizona. We have more breaking news, this time coming out of Kansas. The House Federal and State Committee passed our resolution 13 to 9. We're on the move in Kansas and Arizona and so many other states. To get the news as it happens, check out Holly's show at youtube.com slash U.S. or like U.S. Tournaments on Facebook for alerts of new shows. In fact, there are nine states where the resolution has now passed or is scheduled for a hearing in committees. The tournaments movement is on the move. You can check out the progress at tournaments.com slash take action. If your state is moving on the issue, you will find simple but important actions that you can take to help. Please do. And now for something completely different. Pennsylvania activists Jim and Don Fleming celebrated Tournaments Day this year by writing and recording the Term Limits song. 
Turkeys don't vote for Thanksgiving, and chickens don't like Purdue. The only way they'll go away is to make turn limits come true. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. There's too much power in corruption in Washington, D.C. The only way to stop it is turn limits, don't you see? Turkeys won't vote for Thanksgiving and chickens don't like Purdue. The One of the states we're seeing action is Tennessee. Here's a clip from WKRN ABC News 2 in Nashville last week. From our state capitol newsroom, term limits have been a topic of discussion several times over the last few years, and now there's a resolution in Tennessee to advance the conversation. State capitol reporter Chris O'Brien has more on that. House Joint Resolution 5 would call on Congress to consider imposing term limits. Most of the time, a resolution isn't binding. This is roughly the same, but could end up holding some weight. In this situation, a resolution is binding from the standpoint of our U.S. Constitution. Article 5 says that if the states request an Article 5 convention for a specific purpose, then Congress shall name a place and time for that convention. Madison County Republican Representative Chris Todd sponsored the legislation. An Article 5 convention happens when at least 34 states pass a resolution calling to propose a specific amendment. In this situation, congressional term limits. It's created bad policy. It's been uh, created bad direction for the country. Regardless of whether or not he's correct, Todd says he feels pretty confident not only that Tennessee will pass the resolution, but that 33 other states will too. I am probably somewhere in the 9 to 10 range uh, on confidence now. We'll see where it goes once session starts in January. Representative Chris Todd, who appeared in that clip, joined Knoxville County Mayor Glenn Jacobs and U.S. Tournaments Regional Director Aaron Duquette in January on the Dan Reeves Show on 96.5 FM News Talk, West Tennessee. Hey, Chris, let's, let's reset it real quick. Why are you here? I'm running a resolution in the State General Assembly to call on Congress to set a convention of the states, an Article 5 constitutional uh, convention, to discuss Amendments to the Constitution related to term limits for Congress, U.S. Congress. I don't. Are you getting any pushback? Because we were talking earlier, it's uh, it's a pretty big percentage of of Tennesseans, or that percentage of eighty three percent. Is that limited to Tennessee, or what, are you talking nationwide? I think that's nationwide, if I remember correctly. Is that right, Aaron? Yeah, that's nationwide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a Tennessee specific poll. It's at seventy eight percent, so it's all roughly around eighty percent mm -hmm. wherever you go. Probably within the margin of error. Uh, the mayor of Knox County in the line with us. Mayor, I, I assume it's uh, nearly the same there in Knox County, would you say? Yeah, uh, of course. Congress is unpopular anywhere you go. And I think people are tired of career politicians. You see these folks that they go to Washington and uh, they, uh, they're not wealthy people when they go to Washington and they leave Washington and they're very wealthy people uh, after spending a career there. And uh, we all look at that and don't think that's fair. And they're so out of touch. And if nothing else, the term limits would hopefully insulate people from going to Washington and then Washington becoming their hometown instead of the district that mm. they're from uh, because they get way too much 
way too comfortable for being there too long. That's Absolutely. Well, the mayor mentioned something earlier. Laura is here as well. Yes, sir, Chris. Uh, the mayor mentioned earlier, and this is the critical piece of this. Congress, over the decades, has taken so much power away from the states unconstitutionally mm. and just unchecked because of this amount of, uh, I guess, insulation that they have. Um, and so, I mean, you, you take, you, you almost name any department other than defense, and it's hard to justify that under the Constitution. These things are left to the states. The, the specific powers of the U.S. government, federal government, are extremely limited, and they're very, there's a short list of their responsibilities. But yet they have taken away from the states over decades uh, many of those responsibilities, they, even environmental stuff. That's not a federal responsibility. That's a state responsibility. These uh, career politicians, now it's both sides, but Nancy Pelosi, that's a good example of how much wealth that Nancy has compiled over the years. And we do know this, that when it comes to credit card legislation, she seems to have benefited from that because she's greatly affected it. You, you, it seems like you know what I'm talking about. And also that insider trading, that seemed, I mentioned to you, your Patriots fan, that taping the other team's practices so you know what play they're running seems to help. <laughs> it also seems Warren Buffett looks like a, a kindergartner compared to Nancy Pelosi sometimes, doesn't he? <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot going on there, but the incumbency advantage uh, is multifaceted. There's a natural incumbency advantage to any to any incumbent because they people know your name and so right, forth. Right. And that's natural. But then there's an artificial level, which is most of it in Washington D.C., where you have the special interests, the, the corporate PAC money, all the lobbyists are smoozing with you. <laughs> uh, you're surrounded by what we call the swamp. The swamp is really a hot tub. It's actually nice when you're in there. You can kind of relax and recline. I don't know about you, Aaron. Somebody gives me money. I like them. <laughs> yeah, I like when they laugh at your jokes, you know. And yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know? Um, I might have to start paying people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, we, we don't see that so much in the state level, you know. Uh, and the, that's why we have a re-election rate that's consistently uh, 95 to 98% in Congress every two years. Every two years, we're told this is the most important election of our lifetime. You've got to get out yeah, there. you got to white right. knuckle it and get out to the polls. You're right. And, and you do. Um, but uh, <laughs> look what the result is. You know what the re-election rate was in the U.S. Senate in 2022? The 92%? 100%. Wow. Every incumbent that ran in the U.S. Senate won his re-election. The only turnover was because of retirements. So wow. we have effectively, you know, we want to be able to vote for whoever we want to, ideally. On paper, that mm -hmm. makes sense. But in reality, we don't get to. That's why uh -huh. the voters so overwhelmingly want term limits on Congress is because they feel like when they go to the ballot box, they're forced. Like, I'm stuck with the same person right. day after day. And uh, I live in Kentucky, right? So you got Mitch McConnell that's been there since 1985. You mentioned Pelosi's been no there since No wonder you're so interested in this issue. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think about it? Well, Mitch? Republicans feel like I don't have any real options to no. unseat Mitch McConnell. What no. would that cost to unseat Mitch McConnell? Right. And to the point we talked about earlier, until we have some limits on their tenure, we will never limit the size of this federal government. Their their mm -hmm. bent is to more you know build a bigger kingdom for themselves. Right. That's just natural. It's it, from every local organization, governmental organization to the federal. That is their nature: is to build a bigger kingdom, hire more people, get into more things, control more more of your lives. And Republicans, as a whole, 
are for the opposite of that. Yet when they get to Congress, some of them forget that. We've got some of these ingrained like that that totally forget that's what they're there for is to protect the freedoms and liberties of their constituents, not bring money back home from some other state. Yeah, and right. uh, Mayor, I, I think with, with Chris and Aaron and you, uh, this gives you so much legitimacy, this this effort that you guys are a part of because it's it's nonpartisan. It's both sides, yeah. uh, Mayor. It just it lends credibility to this movement, doesn't it? Absolutely. This is one of the few things that the vast majority of Americans agree can on. agree on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we have all these other issues and we're completely divided on everything and this is maybe the one issue yeah. that uh, as Aaron and Representative Todd are saying, that 80% of Americans think that there needs to be some sort of terminal on Congress. And that gives a huge advantage and um, a huge momentum to this uh, this issue. I think last year uh, the, the bill was ran, and I think it, it, it got to the House, and then uh, it, it, it got hung up in the Senate committee. Am I correct on that, Representative Todd? Yes, that's correct. Good, good to see it coming back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, Chris, you mentioned that that's uh, status quo. They don't go away very easily. It's a lot of money. And it's, you know, and they're like pigs at the trough. Uh, so that that's a that's a big hill to climb when you think about it. Have you thought about that? Yeah, well, I, I thought I live it <laughs> every day. Like, I yeah, about that. yeah, for a living, I live it. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it is a hard climb, and uh, you know, the framers were right to make it a very high, hard bar to not only propose but um, to ratify any amendment. Uh, you know, Congress has proposed all the amendments up till now, and. The states together have that mechanism, but they have yet to propose a single amendment. It's time wow. for the states to do it. They, wow. yeah, isn't it crazy? And is, wow. is there any other amendment that would be more obvious more for the states to do right. it mm -hmm. than to term limit Congress? Because I told you I live right near the original Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? <laughs> so asking Congress to vote for their own term limits is like asking chickens to vote for Colonel Sanders. Uh, right? That's yeah. my dad yeah, joke right. in the morning. You're right. Yeah. And, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but it's true. And I think that's we can that's force too them. close to a dad joke. I didn't get it. <laughs> no, I but it's, uh, you know, we, we do think actually, and I'll make that quip, that's, that's true of now. But actually, when we get close to 31, mm -hmm. 32, 33 states, and the mm -hmm. states are knocking on that door to do this for them, they're not going to grandfather Congress in, right? So they're not going to be very friendly to them. Why? Because, well, those guys from the states are going to want those seats. We're going to want Congressman mm -hmm. Todd here, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, But uh, we think that uh, it's very possible that Congress at that point says, sees the writing on the wall, finally says, you know, we better act and propose this and do it uh, in our own hands and uh, get it done. And historically, that's what's happened. Aaron was right. Once we get close, getting that 32, 33 states that have have passed this resolution they're going to start squirming and say we better come up with something or they're going to do it themselves yeah can you feel the momentum happy term limits day indeed like the show you can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both apple and spotify it's free thanks for joining us for another episode of no uncertain terms the Turn Limits Convention bills are moving through the state legislatures. This could be a breakthrough year for the Turn Limits movement. To check on the status of the Turn Limits Convention resolution in your state, go to turnlimits.com slash take action. There, 
You will see if it has been introduced and where it stands in the committee process on its way to the floor vote. If there's action to take, you'll see a take action button by your state. Click it. This will give you the opportunity to send a message to the most relevant legislators, urging them to support the legislation. They have to know you're watching. That's turnlimits.com slash take action. If your state has already passed the Turn Limits Convention resolution, or the bill's not been introduced in your state, you can still help. Please consider making a contribution to U.S. term limits. It is our aim to hit the reset button on the U.S. Congress, and you can help. Go to termlimits.com slash donate. Termlimits.com slash donate. Thanks. We'll be back next week. Contact your state lawmakers before they vote on term limits for Congress. Go to termlimits.com slash take action. Yeah.